Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast. We have a repeat offender on. We're super excited. SK, why don't we just jump right in? First question for you. Who are you and what do you currently do? Hi, Rick. It's, it's a pleasure to be back and thank you for, for having me uh, again. SK Panda, I um, run um, global sales and customer success for, for a company called MTI. Uh, the last time we spoke, I was with Lumen since transition. I joined the leadership uh, team at MTI, um, and I run all uh, sales and customer success uh, for the company. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited for you. It sounds like you're super excited yourself. Let's 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 dig in a little bit. You went from a big company to more of a startup company in in, in all practical purposes. Why is that exciting for you as a cyber professional? Yeah, thanks for that question. The last time we spoke, I was, if you remember, I was running uh, Numa Digital Ventures and I was uh, neck deep uh, in working with uh, the uh, startups and the startup ecosystem. And there's a sense of energy that um, you uh, basically get to uh, meet these entrepreneurs there constantly trying to solve for something new. Uh, during that time, I also was doing my uh, chief digital officer program at uh, from the prestigious um, Berkeley Hosk University. And um, I happened to do my capstone project in the space of digital locks, smart locks. And uh, that led me to this opportunity where I the option of joining MTI, which is at the forefront of changing the way retail works with mechanical locks and keys. So we're at a mission to change and retrofit every single fixture that exists in the retail world and convert them into uh, digital locks. So I'm super excited at the opportunity that is ahead of uh, us um, in terms of uh, transforming uh, retail as we know, and jumping into uh, what is known as the digital world, the physical and the digital security both combined. Uh, this is a $100 billion shrink opportunity that we are tackling, and I'm excited to roll up my sleeves and get back into the land of making things happen. So now I would normally ask, you know, cybersecurity is a top concern. What does that mean to you? But I don't think that's changed much other than you've really started to focus on something that people maybe don't consider cybersecurity, but moving from a physical to a digital access point is absolutely in the cyber world. So I'm actually going to pivot a bit and ask the question, why is it important to make that transition? You know, is it, is it cyber? Is it, is it business operations? And what are some of the key things that we need to be mindful of as we make that move? Yeah. Um, so, what is what has not changed is the concept of security, right? Security is paramount in building trust between an enterprise and customers. That is the primary reason why customers come and consume a product from um, from an enterprise. And what has happened in the last three four years, and during the pandemic, we have seen some videos of um, of uh, theft and brazen theft and um, and so this, the industry calls it, uh, shrink, uh, that's the term 
and it's a hundred billion dollar problem. Um, the largest of the largest retail stores are facing that challenge. Or how do they um, stand up to this challenge of internal and external theft and not just write off a hundred billion dollar number um, to shrink? Um, because the as we all know, the economy has slowed down a little bit, so every bit helps, and every bit uh, would help if you can at least retain your assets and make sure that they are all being sold to a customer for a price point that the company has decided to sell for. Um, so when we talk about moving from a cybersecurity world to more of a, um, more of a physical and a digital interaction, I just happen to be in a space where that is the only way for us to solve this problem. So you take what you learned from the cybersecurity space and you apply it more into a physical aspect. And we chose to tackle the problem of how do we lock the goods down? How do we make sure that the uh, retail the retailer has the ability to still service that customer by being flexible flexible and the third piece is the analytics behind it so we we basically break it into three parts um customer experience and the engagement how does a customer interact with the product the second piece is security physical and and digital and the third piece is analytics of what are you learning from the way the customer is interacting with your product. So if you look at it, physical lock, which is mechanical today, if you walk into any big retailer, I'm not going to take names, but if you walk into a retailer, you are often waiting for the store manager to show up with a bunch of keys to unlock a particular product. And uh, there are studies that have shown that this is the time when many people make a leap of doing online sales because they're tired of waiting for 15 minutes to 20 minutes because they know what the product they want, but they now have to wait because the product is locked up to prevent theft. And um, as a result, that business now goes to the Amazons or the, you know any online retailer that they can find. Um, Folks, so the ability to provide a digital solution, a digital lock solution that allows for any store employee, not just a store manager, any store employee that's nearest to the customer to be able to come, open up that lock, show the product, and then put it back in and close the close the cabinet fixture is huge for uh, customers. So the principle of the learnings from the cyberspace, put it into the digital space, we've been able to establish 10 to 15 percent, 10 to 20 percent growth in revenue for our existing customers and 40 to 60 percent reduction in theft, internal and external. So customer is, uh, our customers are enjoying the fruits of both sides, which is increasing revenue and decreasing, um, decreasing theft, which is improving the bottom. That's, that's amazing. So we'll pivot to that fourth question. You know, I know that things have changed for you over the last year, but what insights do you want to share with our community today? 
Yeah, the first insight is that uh, digital locks are here to stay. I mean, we are very used to going into our hotel, getting our car keys and walking into the uh, hotel room. And we, we basically are utilizing it every day. Prior to the hotels, we used to do it for uh, when we uh, walk into a corporate dorm. We always have RFID card and we utilize it. What we have not gotten used to is how do we do it in a retail setting? And I think that is the next big thing that's going to happen. So from an insight perspective, um, my insight after having learned a lot by engaging with our customers, they're all gearing towards this next big move on the shop floor to essentially um, essentially have digital locks there and um, have empower their employees or uh, the retail employees to essentially be able to walk into any aisle, um, show the customer by opening the doors and not having to wait uh, for that long. Um, we we feel like the, the big change that's coming our way is how does retail transform itself? And the best way to do it is by retrofitting existing mechanical locks. So when I talk about locks, I'm talking every facet. There's, there's a war on ice creams. There's a war on liquor cabinets. There's a war on electronic goods. Um, every single thing is being locked up. It's just how do we pivot to the digital locks to enable a uh, better experience for the customer and um, at the same time, a uh, better experience for the employees in a store too. That's amazing. So the final question, the fun question, we normally ask you what your favorite piece of retro technology is, but we've gotten that one. So I'm actually going to ask you a different question. I'm going to flip it a little bit. What is your favorite piece of current technology that makes you smile? Uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be boring for you, but I'll tell you something. What has happened? I, I'm still amazed at how alarms work and how uh, amazing they are. The applications that I have on my phone right now. Um, I need to wake up in the morning. I need to wake up in a in a manner that is most conducive to me, <laughs> and I have been able to utilize um, the the specific alarm apps that I have and. They work for me. I've been able to utilize them to wake up uh, properly. I have three alarms set. The first one basically says it's time to wake up. The second one said you gotta wake up now, and the third one is like, all right, enough, let's go. That's amazing, SK. It's always great to have you on. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I appreciate it, Chris. Thank you. Thank you for watching the CyberPro podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out on new podcasts and bonus content.